Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. I do apologize for the lateness tonight. We have had a few technical hitches, like, oh, let's go on to Blog Talk Radio, and there's three pages all on one page, and it won't let me sign in. So various technical hitches. So first of all, before we start, let's send some healing to the technical part of the show. And let's um, let's just face it, we've got brought on the loveliest gentleman for tonight who's going to be able to help with that, I know for sure, the lovely William Malloy. Hi, William, how are you doing? Hello, how are you tonight? Oh, how are you, okay? I'm doing good. I'm hoping good, my good. phone continues to work properly. I may have to call in on my cell phone instead. Right, okay. Oh, so we're all having technical oh, problems it's, tonight. It's one of those things. The sun has been acting up and doing all kinds of wonderful, crazy things in preparation of God knows what. <laughs> <laughs> a storm? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, but that's okay. I got a fresh cup of hot tea. I'm talking to my favorite gal, so let's let's do it. Oh, bless you. Well, first of all, William, I need you to do your first bit of healing tonight. I don't know if you can hear that little noise, but I've got a problem tonight. As you know, everybody, we've been rescuing the kittens, and the mum is being a total, and I'll say the words, biatch. She's decided that she doesn't want to stay in with the kittens so much at the moment. The three of them are really strong, but one of them has gone very, very weak, and I'm having to try and warm him up because I don't think he's as warm as he should. So, yes, you've guessed it. And don't get all jealous, boys, but, yes, he's there in that special spot keeping warm. (laughs) (laughs) And Bill just said jammy. Um, Now, (laughs) but the trouble is, I'm trying to... The thing is, obviously, you've got to be careful when you feed um, animals but when they're poorly, because if you put fluid into them to try and, obviously, if they need a drink and stuff, you've got to be careful, and this is an experienced thing for me because I've had this myself, that you literally, if you feed them and they don't swallow it properly, it can get onto the lungs and it can kill them. Yes. So you have to be so careful. So it's like, I want to give it a drink, but I don't want to give it a drink. And I'm trying to do it. So it's difficult, to say the least. So the first part of the healing is, is definitely for this poor little kitten. I really am trying. I've, I've literally done all of the, what I need to do with it. So it's, 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 it's warm at the moment, let's just say. I've tried to feed it the best I can. Not obviously not me personally with a drink of milk, <laughs> um, and obviously I'm trying to do my best. So um, we're trying. So um, William, first of all, let's start the show by literally um, asking to, for you to tell us all about yourself and what you do. Oh my lord, about myself. Uh, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, go with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, let's see. This my journey actually started probably when I was in a traumatic accident when I was about 18 years old. Um, I had a fairly decent childhood. It wasn't too bad. Uh, You know, the usual stuff that most families go through. But I had this accident we were in. I almost died in it. Um, And I, that was the first time I met a guardian, my guardian angel, uh, Henry, who uh, turned out later to be my grandfather, or I should say my great-grandfather. Was it my great great grandfather? I don't remember. Um, but then, um, while I was in the hospital, a few weeks later, I went in for an operation to fix a few things that were broken, and I found myself sitting above myself with him, watching them work. So, I'm assuming that I had a 
two near-death uh, incidences from the, caused from this accident. And I've been with, on my search ever since. And I spent so many years just chasing around something that seemed to be missing. And then one day, um, a few years back, I guess, maybe three or four, I don't remember, I met across a woman who, well, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. During that time, <clears throat> I discovered I had these unique things. I could pick up on people's emotions and know when things were wrong and and, and help talk them through things. And then I discovered that <clears throat> I could, uh, I don't know, I just I, like, I used to have a shaman's ball. And I would put that in the palm of my hand and I would say, here, put your hand over this. And then I would put my hand over over that. And I could create this vibrational energy of heat, which was pretty amazing uh, in the fact that I could do that in the first place. And um, these people would just suddenly feel so much better afterwards. And I'm thinking, oh, that's nice. But it didn't really dawn on me until about three or four years ago when I came across this really charming gal. Her name is Misty. Um, and uh, discovered... Well, she basically hit me in the side of the head and said, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Didn't know quite what she was talking about. She says, look at you. You have all these wonderful abilities. And I, she gave me a couple books to, to plow through, and I read through these books, and every time I turned a page, you go, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. And then I would have all these floods of memories from God knows where. And I just, and, and one day I sat down, and I realized that my entire life, I've never said, no, I can't do that, and never could figure out why I had virtually no trouble in accomplishing something I really set out to do, whether I knew how to do it or not. And then one day, I, you know, like I said, I realized, oh, my God, I can do these things. And, and so I started doing some searching, and I, and I found out that I'm actually quite a... I find that I can do many different things, and, and I have these really cool abilities to do stuff. And I've been healing and helping people ever since. I do a lot of vibrational healing. I discovered that I can travel thousands of miles from right where I sit. I discovered that I could separate people's, what they what they call souls, which is their subtle, bring it to my home where I am, patch it all up, give it new sets of instructions on how to heal itself and put you all back together again. And usually in two or three days, most people are feeling well. I think sometimes two or three on the really bad ones. And I've got some things and I'm still trying to figure out my work, how to fix and work around fixing. I mean, I don't pretend to be God. I don't know how to do everything. But I, you know, I've been known to um, work on people's bad backs and ankles and I have a, a very dear friend down in Baltimore who got a torn retina. Uh, she called me within hours of this happening, and I started working on it. And I've been moving some of the floaters out of the way, and so far, knock on wood, she has nearly 100% of her sight back out of that eye, which was really cool because that was the first time I did that in this last time. Yeah. So when that happened, I thought, okay, then anything is possible. Just believe in yourself and that... You know, you're going to work with what everybody calls spirit, and you're going to pull all of this energy and help do what you can fixing people. Yes. That's on the good side. Now, on the bad side, I've discovered also that not everybody is meant to be healed. 
and the best that you can do sometimes is then just make them as comfortable and as pain-free as they can, try to find out who's passed over to the other side and call them so that when that person does take their last breath and they take grasp the, whatever it is and they're, when they separate from themselves, it's like Mardi Gras time. Yes. I, I did this for my own mother and I was hundreds of miles away. Yeah. You know, so I, I see her more now than when she was alive, for God's sake. And that was leading to my next question. Sure. Do you actually, you know, um, can you go onto the lines of doing readings and things like that with, with your gifts, or is it mainly the healing, or have you chosen literally to concentrate on the healing? Right now I've, I'm working with uh, the healing. I have been finding that when I can really connect to someone, they really can't hide anything from me. I can usually help them work through problems, help them, you know, make decisions. Uh, there are sometimes I walk past somebody, I stop dead in my tracks, I back up a couple steps, I look at that person, I said, you've been struggling with a very important question. And they'll look at me in complete amazement, and I'll say either the answer to the question is yes or no. And it's almost always the answer that I've been able to determine sometime, so far that it's what they needed to hear and they've gone on with their lives, and I, I sometimes hear from these people and, or see them later, and, and they thank me so much for helping them to make a decision, which I didn't really do. I just gave them what they already knew. I confirmed what they already knew. Yeah. And uh, that's always fun for me. I love that, especially when I run across people who, um, well, there was this one particular fellow who, uh, bless his soul, he, he was making uh, candles in a in a shop, uh, kind of a spiritual, but you could buy a lot of stuff magical as well as spiritual there down in in uh, Brooklyn, I think it was. Uh, wonderful guy, and, and, and he's making these candles, and he's projecting what his thoughts are into these four candles. And you know as well as I do that healing candles or other types of candles, you're pro- you're projecting into intention into them. And, and I looked at him, I said. You're really you're working with this really weird question. You can't figure that out. And I said the answer is yes. And it's like I looked the whole world off his shoulders. And he was beaming from ear to ear. He was happy. He's fun. He's deep. You know, he's all bubbly and working like crazy on his candles again. Turns out, I, if I was reading him correctly, that he wasn't sure whether his uh, the guy he's seeing uh, was who he was. He really should have been with and and. Uh, well, we have a happy ending on that one. So, yeah, it was really pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really, I was really pretty psyched out about that. And so. I've got to say that um, William has tried, bless him, uh, had to go at um, mending my back, which everybody knows the story of me falling down the stairs like a clumsy pillock. And um, literally, it was um, a big bump nine steps down, and obviously it wouldn't be a small bump for a big girl. And obviously, I've done something to the coccyx in my back and everything. Yeah, and it was like funny. back there, I think. Do you know what? It's really weird because um, you have definitely helped it because it's like as if the swelling and that had actually... It, all I can explain is it was like before... I'll just explain to people how it felt. To me before, it felt like it was really, really burning. It was um, painful. I couldn't sit comfortable, blah, blah, blah. 
now it's like really uncomfortable. It's making my back hurt because obviously how the how I'm sitting because I'm trying to protect it. Mm-hmm. But also now it's more of pain, not burning because I feel as if the swelling's gone down. But when I sit or when I'm driving in particular, I can actually feel it moving. Okay, well that's that's an improvement. So now we just have to go in and see what we can do about fixing the movement part. Which I think you actually had a, I think you fractured it, to be honest. Right. It's like, it's like breaking your toe. I, I think um, my, my wife is now suffering from the same thing. Uh, she's going for an x-ray, and when she gets, gets the results back from the x-ray, then I'll, I'll take a crack at fixing her. Shall, shall I tell you something funny? Sure. I went, in, I went into the hospital, and I said to them that I was um, obviously in a lot of pain. I didn't know where to put myself, and to be honest, I just about had enough. I was ready to go to the vets to be put down. I, I really, I was crying. I didn't know where to put myself. It, I couldn't sleep properly. I was, I am having better sleep, but the trouble is I wake up, I I obviously turn over or whatever and get woken up by the sure. sudden pain, yep. and then I can't get back to sleep until I get comfortable again. Um, and it literally, I went to the, the hospital and I said, listen, you really have got to tell me I can't cope with this no more. And they said to me, there is no point in um, x-raying it because there's nothing that we can do for it. It's just one of them things it's got to heal and that's it. Okay. So I was right. Yeah. We have a fractured tailbone that we need to try to put back together. Now, I can put it back together pretty much. I'm, I'm fairly confident of that. But we're going to have to get you something to sit on like a donut until it has a chance to fully heal. You can get that usually at a decent pharmacy. Right, okay. Okay. What no, that'll see, do... Moment, what? If you're going to say to me I've got to rest or anything like that, I hate to tell you, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> no, I know you're not going to rest. I know I'm going to so, probably do this two or three, maybe four times. Yeah. <laughs> the, the trouble is, it's like I, I, I've sat on... See, I've tried to do it while I've sat on cushions further forward, so then my coccyx is behind the cushion, then it's not so bad. Right. Um, and there's certain ways I can sit, but I know that I'm sitting on one side rather than the other. And that's not good either, because that could set your whole spine out of alignment. It it, it is. Yeah. I, I can and tell you that because I'm aching. And all that aching, does is cause you more pain. But the trouble is, um, a year last August, I had a car accident, which I will say the word messed up my back, but you know what I'm really wanting to say. And yeah. um, totally messed up my back, literally, where I'm aching. I know that my shoulders are literally feel like rocks because they're so they're in so much pain that they are actually reacting. Yep. Do you mean to it as well? So I've got loads of different things going on, to say the least, and it's all interacting with each other, and it, it runs you down. I mean, everybody sure. that I spoke to. They've said, you know, the ones that have had it, they said, oh, it can be months. And I'm like, don't even say that again because I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Can you hold on for one second, Sue? So I've got I to take off my sweater, which means I've got to pull out my earpiece. Give me one second. Okay. See, I told you girls he was hot stuff. <laughs> He'll come back. Oh, Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Sorry. I was getting hot. Okay. I had to close the door and there's no air in this room and I don't want to turn on the air conditioner. Oh, bless you. All right. Um, now, obviously, when you spoke to me as well to explain to people, you even said um, about the me- well, your words were something of the something about the state of my body in the sense of the all the chakras were in a mess. Well, yeah, and 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 now that you told me about this accident, it makes perfect sense. You probably uh, did you have a 
what when you had the accident was it a side impact, front impact, back impact? Well, I'll, I'll explain it because it's easy to explain. We were going down a road, um, literally going about 40 miles per hour. Oh, I know it's kilometers now with you, isn't it? But anyway, 40 miles an hour, not that fast, 40, 40 50 miles an hour. We literally come over a bit of a hill, a bit of a humping in the road, and a car coming towards us was deciding it was going to overtake a horse box. So we'd got the horse box on the right, we got the car on the left, so I decided to chuck the car up the hedge bank, and literally, so we had the impact of it smacking into the hedge bank, but then we also had the smack of him coming down the side of us as well, sure. and he literally went from the front right to the back of the car. Oh, man. Okay. So, so your body um, basically um, went through what what, what I what I would call like a nervous breakdown. It shook really hard. Yeah, and the thing is, by the time we'd stopped, the car was like leaning on on an angle, and I kept saying to the police because obviously I was shook up to say least, and I kept saying to the police, if only I'd have got further over and I could have got out the way. I said, but I was worried in case the car had rolled, and the, pl- the police said, just suit, you need to just listen for a minute. And I said, what what? And he went. I don't know how you got it that far over without rolling it. He yeah, said, really. because the angle, he said, look at the angle you've got. It should have rolled. And I was like, gosh, that doesn't even bear to think about. All I thought about, even though it seemed like a minute, it was literally seconds, obviously, sure. but all I could think to myself was, I can't let this roll. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do, so I do. I've been there. Apparently <laughs> it was good driving, but it didn't feel it at the time. <laughs> okay. Well, it sounds to me like one you've got a couple of things going on. One, because your body went through such a traumatic experience, a lot of what we call um, meridians, otherwise known as your pathways of energy, and there's 14 of them that run in different directions uh, throughout your body. And it, it takes the energy from your chakras and, and produces it throughout your entire body. It also helps to align and all the energy can go through your chakras as well. It sounds to me like you might you've got a few blockages. It also I'm you know I'm I'm sitting here trying to connect with you and I think you you probably actually can feel me. Um I think you've got a couple of things a couple other things going on. A little tweak here and a little tweak there, a pinch actually. Um you have a pinch between your shoulder blades. Over near your third, third and fourth, I, I don't know if they call vertebrae or forget what those ones are. It's just below, at the base of your neck, just about four bones down, five bones down. There's a little pinch there between right. your shoulder blades. Is that is that you got one there? Well, to be honest, my shoulders are so frozen, and I say frozen because when you touch them, they're like just like ice. It, it, okay. In the sense of fro. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, hard and they just there's just no yeah. have free you been, in them. Do you know what I mean? Have you even been to a chiropractor? I've been to physiotherapy. Okay. And I've been to hydrotherapy as well. But to be honest, that's going to be my next investment is going to the old clinic because I went once before. This is going back some years, and I actually had four discs out in my neck, four out in my back, and he said it and oh and a rib out as well. And I said, how on earth? And he said, have you been in a car accident or something? I said, no, nothing. And he said, I'm not being funny. He said, I don't know how you walked in here. Now, this I was, was in a lot of pain. before your car accident? But it, and that was before my car accident. 
Well, you are fairly special. You don't suppose maybe you picked up on some of this stuff before your accident. It happens to empathics. If you I didn't know you were empathic, if you didn't know you were an empath, and you're picked, you could have actually determined and picked up stuff that happened to yourself before it even happens. I've had deja vu's like that. Which, to be fair, could be possible because I have actually predicted things that have happened beforehand. Yeah. Do you have a sore so, rib right now, too? <laughs> I'm going to have to play a joke with that. If I could find them, William, I'd tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I, I can't say that any feels sore to them. Well, no. Because you look like, first of all, that you really need to get stretched a little bit because all your bones look comp- compacted. It looks like you yep. had, it's like every, it's like somebody took a, put a hand on your butt and one on your head and pushed everything together and it's all kind of all squished up. That's what so it looks actually like. I could be six foot tall really then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you went and you had yourself checked on height? Um, good question. I'll I bet haven't you're at least a half an inch shorter than you used to be. Is that for real? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you feel all squished up. Uh, do you know what? I actually... It's so funny. When, now you're talking, it's... Isn't it funny how when people say about stuff, you actually realize more? Yeah. I can honestly say that I probably guess you're right because I do... I am always hunched up because I feel like I can't relax anymore because my body is literally reacting to the pain all the time. Does your shirt seem a little longer than usual? You got to tuck more material in? Um, Bet they do. <laughs> I'm going to take note in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll be straight in the Asu show group saying, well, William, you were right. I have to tuck miles in. <laughs> you Wake up in the morning and I'm four foot six. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've, you've, ex- you've suffered from a traumatic experience. We need to, like, open up a few get- passageways, and that's something that I'm not sure I could do here on the show, but I can give it a whirl. But I think that some of the things that we can do, like that pain that you're suffering right now instead of, you've got the crack, so that's causing you pain because it's twisting against the nerves. And fortunately, what I did is keeping the swelling down, which is a very cool thing. So what I, one of the things I'm going to need you to do, because you do a lot of sitting, right? Yeah. Okay, I need you to go find what they call a medical donut. And it's basically, it looks like a rubber, t- it looks like a, an inner tube from a small okay. car. It's very comfortable to sit on. It will help to alleviate the pain from your tailbone. Okay. So, uh, you'll sit on it in such a way that there will be no pressure on your tailbone then. It will be on the cheeks of your bun. Okay. All right? And then yep. um, I can, like like right now, I can I can come to you right now. Here. I've already prepared for this, so it's just in case I ended up doing a healing today. <laughs> so, like, I can come to you right now. Let's see, where are you? You're in Scotland? England? Where are you? I'm in the middle of England. Okay, I, I just want to point <laughs> in the right direction. <laughs> it's a longer trip so, if I don't. So, um, unless some grandma in Scotland needs it more than me, by all means you can send no, it to no, her, no. that would be fine. I, I see where you are. I see. I even, I, maybe I'll even do something with the kitty cat. All right, look, I can open up the veil, and I can come to you right now, and I can reach in. And you probably, at this moment, can feel me touching your shoulders. 
right out right where your um, the balls of your arms come into your shoulders. Still getting warm? Sure, I. This is going to sound ridiculous to people that don't believe it, but actually, I can actually feel warmth in my shoulders. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I want you to take a it's deep right breath there. for me and exhale as hard as you can because I'm going to borrow you for a minute. Okay. Ready? Inhale and exhale out real hard. You'll feel a little twitch. Okay. Feel that little twitch? Isn't that fun? <laughs> right. All right. So. Do you know It's actually it. Is it actually burning on my left shoulder? Yep. Spin you around. Let me fix that left shoulder first. It'll start to get real warm. Front and back. Feel that? I can't. I can't. It, it's like the top, I can feel it at the top of my shoulder. Bill's looking at me as if I've gone mental. I'm telling you, <laughs> but it's like it's burning on the top of my, literally the top of my shoulder, but down yep. to so far down here. Mhm. Okay. Now I'm going to bring it to the side of your shoulder where your bone goes down through your arm, and on the back near your shoulder blade. I want to have to swap more than a minute. There. See, I'm going to open up. I'm going to open up one of the pathways. You'll feel something on the top of your head, coming across the top of your head, down the back of your head, your neck, and across your shoulder to the left and then down your arm. Feel that tracing? Down to your fingers. Now, let me put a little power back into there. Down to your crown. Uh, correction, I have to open your crown first. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with the top of your crown. Your top of your head will start to feel warm. Teach me for taking shortcuts. Okay. Feel that? It's very weird. I can't feel anything on top of my head, but I've got tingling in my neck. Yep. That's, that's my hand is back there. I've got to open up some of don't your Don't be holding my throat so tight. <laughs> I'm not. I don't have this in front of your throat. That's something else I'll deal with in a minute. How about your third eye? Because I feel as warm as, warm as anything. So something is blocking that. And I'm going to open up your upper chakra above your crown. That's good. Sure, I, can, I, I can actually feel... Right, so you need to confirm this. Have you got your hand literally at the top of my neck, like below the bone? Where, below the bone. I'm not very good with organs and all this bone nonsense, but just below, like, my skull, if you know what I mean, in that bit there. Yes. I'm at the base of your neck, right between the base of your skull and where it comes into your shoulder blades. I have a hand right there. That's really weird. I can feel it. (laughs) Can you feel the upper crown now opening up your chakra? The top of your head start getting a little warm? 
because it's very you're very warm. Your your chakra is open. Your eye chakra is open. Now let's take a look at your neck. Ooh, you've been saying some nasty things to somebody lately. Who pissed you off so much? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> it, it'll be from the Asu show rant the other day. I had two whole hours, okay. and I put the world to right. So, yes, I can go with that. Right. And, and the people better? in the show will actually go for that as well. Yeah. Now, I'm going to come down to your heart. You'll also feel my hand travel down your back. So you'll feel energy passing between your back and your heart. Let's just start to warm up because I'm opening up your heart chakra. Really weird because I can feel something down the bottom of my spine at the minute. Yeah, that's a pathway that's been opened up since I started opening things. Then we're going to open up your solar plex chakra. Then we're going to move down to just below your belly button, your sacral chakra. Ooh, there's a block there. Hold on, I'm going to spin you around. The base of your spine. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, all right. I've got tingles all in my legs, and even my um, toes are tingling. Yep, that's because I'm... That's because the energy is starting to travel back through your body. All right, I'm going to spin you back around now. I'm going to open up your base chakra. Forgive me. Sorry. That's what everybody calls their root, but it's actually the base chakra. Right. And then I'm going to go down to your root chakra, which is at your feet. Now, spin you around. I'm going to open up across your hips. If you can see them, could you tell me that they're there? Your hips? Of course your hips are there. They're just big boned. <laughs> Thanks. I, I always say that to you. <laughs> no, you are actually. <laughs> no, no, no lie. Okay, your joint, your ball joints on your hips look fine. It's just your tail, right? There. Yeah. Yeah. Feel that? Do you know what? That, there was now, something. What I'm going to do is I'm going to grab it and give it just a little pop and straighten it out a little bit. And then I'm going to put some energy balling in there. I'm going to give you some indigo to start the process. Still feel the tingling down your legs now? Yeah, I've got. I've just, I've just got to say that the lamp in the living room has just come on on its own and gone off again. What happened? <laughs> I'm serious. It, I'll, I'll grant you that it is one of them sensor ones. You know the one you put your foot on it and it comes on and then goes off again. Yeah. <laughs> no, there isn't. Okay. Now. What I'm going to do is one of the things I'm going to I'm going to energize all of your chakras, 
and open them all up and line them all and balance them all. So you'll feel a course of energy go from the top of your head all the way down to your feet in one swoop. the part I love. I'm going to put you back together, okay? Now, when we're done, okay. I'm, going to, I'm going to have you inhale deeply and exhale hard, and then you're going to rest for a second, and then I want you to take three deep cleansing breaths for me on the last one, exhale as hard as you can, and then tell me how you feel. Ready? Okay. Inhale. And exhale. <clears throat> Okay. Take three deep breaths. And on the third one, exhale as hard as you can. Okay. Now give it a minute because your, your subtle has to get accustomed to being separated and put back together. So it's going to take a minute to readjust. And you're going to, you'll feel tingling. You'll feel waves of warmth. You'll feel all kinds of weird things happen suddenly. And then it'll subside. At well, the moment, I've got tingling up my legs. And yep. I can feel something like three-quarters the way down my back. Okay. And how about the pain that was there? It should be subsiding a little bit anyway. Yeah, it just seems to ease somewhat at the minute. But it feels in the middle of my back. Obviously, it's because you probably move something, so it's like getting used to it, I suppose. But. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a donut to sit on right now, so you it, all the pain won't go away. and It'll take a few days for everything to readjust and align itself, and then... I've reprogrammed your subtle to start making the necessary adjustments. And we may have to go in. I do have to come back and open up some more of those meridians. But I wanted to get the energy flowing through your body where it wasn't before. So you'll feel a lot more uh, rejuvenated and and you'll have a lot more vigor to you uh, because your body parts are going to start working the way they should. Okay. Okay? Okay. Yep. Yep. There you go. And the thing is, I know you said this to me before, it does take two or three days after, doesn't it? I, to I do it that way, yeah, because it has been my un- misunfortunate. Uh, unfortunately, I've, I've experienced and seen people get crazy. Um, they don't understand what's happening to them. It happens too quickly. They don't have time to adjust. They fight the, they fight with the new feelings that they're having, uh, and they just don't understand, and it causes them... Trauma, more than it's worth. Um, yeah. Sometimes I, I find, I, I tell people very specifically, listen to me, your body has just been readjusted. It's going to come upon you slowly over the next two to three days. At the end of that time, your body's going to kick into full gear and start to really heal itself. 
don't fight it. Embrace the new feelings that you have because if you fight it, you're going to end up getting a stomachache or you'll get a headache. You're just not going to feel right. And if this happens, call me right away. I will make a tweak and slow it down again so you can adjust to it properly. Does anybody usually call me? No. The only people that ever call me are the ones like us because they understand and they know and they don't like the headaches and they don't like the other problems. So they call me right away. I tweak them a little bit and they're fine. Yeah. You know, so. Do you find that? Do you find that with back trouble and things like what I've got, that headaches are caused from it as well? Headaches can be caused from back trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's amazing. The, the 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 nervous system is one of the most fascinating uh, creations known. It, there's countless, countless miles of strands of nerves that flow through the entire body. They're all interconnected in one way or another and usually all governed by what people think is seven chakras when actually there's more like 13. And so I've heard some people tell me there's even more. Um, everything is intertwined and inter- it all intermingles. It, it, all of them, re- they don't necessarily need each other to function, but they function better if they are all connected and and balanced out. Today, most people, if you look at them, they're not all balanced out, and they walk around looking like they're in a daydream. And yeah. They suffer a lot of pain. I feel yeah. bad for them. I do. I must admit, my my neck actually feels better, because I have a lot of pain in... In like literally in the bone, the bone down my neck. You know what I mean? My spine, if you like, in my neck. Mm-hmm. There's probably a word for it, but I'll explain in my terms. And and actually, at the moment, that actually feels quite relaxed. But and the middle of my back seems better. But it's like my shoulders are always so tense. Well, but it's you, like as if my muscles are grabbing the pain. Is the only way I can explain it. It's like they never. I can never relax my back. Yeah. It's like the muscles are grabbing the pain and t- trying to take the, cover the pain. Yes. It, well, it's, have... I know it sounds a bit double Dutch how I'm explaining it, but we all have. It's like when we say about our cars, isn't it? There's this rattle on that sure. bit there, and sure. do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. One of the problems. So you're you you have a bit of empathic to you. I mean you. People walk up to you and start telling you their life stories and know what's going on with people before they even open their mouths half the time, right? Yep. Yeah, and you can feel their pain and their sorrow and aches and bakes and everything else, right? Yep. Well, that's classic. So, combined with that, like I was told once that I heal people even when I'm asleep and I don't know I'm healing people. And that can be a real problem for us because unless we've been practicing and educating ourselves on how to keep our subtles in close to us so we don't pick up what are all the pains of our next-door neighbors or even though, even our mates, you know, it's it's very difficult. Sometimes I don't pay attention to myself, and if my wife is having a bad day, the next thing I know I'm in a fit of rage and I have no idea why. Yeah. And I realize that my wife's having a bad day and I'm collecting all the crap because five minutes later she's feeling great and I'm still crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you learn um, how to ground yourself and shield yourself and protect yourself very quickly so that yeah. it doesn't get out of control. Now, um, very quickly, I don't need the show to be all about me, although it's the Ask Sue show, but how can I stop? Because obviously I do readings and and 
different things, and obviously they show that um, I, they'll show me like uh, it's people will say um, they'll they'll like give me arthritis in my knee, or they'll say um, somebody broke their arm, and suddenly I get feelings of that and everything. And it it's like at this moment, I've just, got, I've just got to tell you at the moment, if you're trying to, this it feels at this minute as if something's happening with my shins. Yes. Oh, you're talking to me about your shins? Yes, my shins are absolutely aching like mad. Oh, really? Hold on. That's strange. Let me look. Oh, yeah, okay, hold on. I'll fix that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. If anybody's wanting his number, I think he's going to put it on an 09 number, so it's actually so much a minute. <laughs> and, and I must just say to Paul, to um, Debs, who, who's going to get a kick up the backside, she's put in the chat, Sue is always a pain. <laughs> I think I she, don't I'm have th- the chat, so I don't know what I, I don't know what everybody's saying. Um, it's quite funny. I don't know if it it says Sue's is always a sin, but I don't know if his mean is always in pain or is or always a pain. I'm not quite sure. But mm. she's put on there Bill Housework for Sue got a week off. Oh, Bill Housework for Sue got a week off. I think she's talking double Dutch tonight. In all fairness, <laughs> but I'll I'll I'll, just, How's that? I'll, I'll do a bit of translation. I think. <laughs> How's that feeling, Dada? Actually, yes, it has ease. I can feel that on my right one, especially. Yep. Yeah. It's really. It just yeah, felt the like. The problem some... is you've got you've got a channel block. Hang on a minute. I'm going to run a. Feel it. Start from your hip. You'll feel it. My finger trace down along the side of your leg and then down to your ankle and to your toe, and on both sides. Make your shins a little more comfortable, real quick. Okay. How's that better? My toes are tingling. Well, they haven't been working very well for you lately, have they? Not for a long time, actually. I don't really think about using my toes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You picked a hard patient here, I can tell you. I've just got to say that Deb's put, God, see if you picked all my breaks, you're knackered. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get Debs to ring in, actually. I think she'd be a brilliant one for you. It'd be good to see if you actually picked up what was wrong with Debs. That would be quite good. I wish I had the chat so I could actually answer some questions from everybody, but for some reason I don't have it tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't have it. Maybe I need to click on chat? No? Yeah, I don't Uh, have it. uh, Are you on on the internet on Blog Talk Radio, are you? I use... Oh... Wow, suddenly I got everything. What happened? That was weird. I clicked on something and everything went crazy. Um, you, you've got into the chat then if you find crazy. <laughs> 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 oh, I think you might. Have you just signed in? I signed on before. I thought I did, but let me let me actually try to find the... You sent a link, I followed the link, and I went, and I went from there, but it never... Uh, let me just see if this is you, and if it is, you'll see hello pop up on your screen. No, I'm actually not there yet, so just give me a second. But oh, well. Anyway, well, I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> right. Um, so, guest 4291, who I've just said hello to, um, please sign into Blog Talk Radio as quick as William will try to, and then you'll be able to come into this mad and crazy uh, chat room as well. There it is. It's starting to come in now. 
I, you know what it was? I signed on with here too early. Uh, oh, you were so keen. Well, I didn't. I, I sent you an email. I didn't know what time you wanted to start, so I just signed on like six minutes early, and um, to make sure I was where I was supposed to be. Oh, bless. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. <laughs> He's so good, isn't he? Um, now, what was your thing? So, how can I protect myself? From when I'm pick, when I'm doing readings for people, what's the best way that I can actually protect myself from picking up the actual issues that they've got? And I'm thinking other people are, that obviously do readings and stuff probably want the same as well. Well, you might you might want not actually want to do that per se because I find it useful to be able to not be shielded when I first come on to someone. I my guides and my just my inner core within me um, protects my inner core. As long as my inner core stays protected, so I can't be harmed, I'm not worried. I can I can shuck off whatever I pick up along the way. And I find yeah. by not shielding myself when I first come on with somebody works best because then I can connect to that person. And that's another reason why I do a lot of this on Skype uh, because I can see the person, I can read their their emotions and their feelings, their facial features, their body language. You know, it's really hard to hide stuff from me, especially if I can see you. And then that, yeah. that final connection is made. So when I'm talking to a person and they see, a lot of times I have them close their eyes while during the whole process. Because then when they open their eyes, it's like opening their eyes to a whole new world. And it's that very thing that allows that person to truly believe what's going on and work at healing themselves. My whole thing is I try to give people back the power that they've relinquished to someone else. And that's one of the reasons why they're so sick all the time. Yeah, well, see, I struggle... It was quite funny because I struggle with how people explain the third eye to me. Even though I can give readings and I pick up stuff and I get shown symbols and I get all of that, mm-hmm. but people say about the third eye. Now, I must just say to people, I, I don't think I've said this on the show yet, but on Sunday I obviously got the spiritual center and I was actually the chairperson and the person doing the readings as well as the medium as well. And it's the first time I've actually been shown a face. And I looked at the top of the room and there was a face literally on this cupboard, literally surrounded by something, but there was face. And I gave this to a lady who actually could take it, and it was the first time. But I would love to be able to see more like that. And that's why I say to you, because I feel like I pick up a lot of stuff off people, and I never, people say, oh, you should switch off and all this. But I feel like I am a full-time worker for spirit. Mm-hmm. I could sometimes I can be just meet somebody for the first time and I just get something I say can you take such and such and all of a sudden I'll just give you a load of stuff <laughs> and and I don't want and people say oh no because you should shut down but I don't want to shut down I want to be able because I never know when I'm going to need that right. spirit decide for me as far as I'm concerned spirit tell me when I'm needed to work yes I won't shut myself down. I pull my subtle in um, for the most part so that I don't walk around, you know, perpetually sick every 24 hours a day. Um, But if I come into somebody, um, 
I don't have uh, the kind of sight that a lot of other uh, mediums and, and uh, clairvoyants do for some strange reason. I do have uh, my third eye does tell me things. My senses and my intuition tell me most everything else I need to know. Um, I do have the ability that I've discovered that if you know a loved one has passed and I can see a picture, sometimes I need a picture, sometimes I don't, but if I know the full name, I can call that person, and I've gotten to the point where I'm pretty good at yes or no questions, and sometimes uh, I'll get full sentences out of them. Um, you know, I just, it's kind of weird for me. I just believe that what I'm doing and saying is what it is, and I believe in three basic rules that I try to follow religiously, because I found that if I follow this to the T, no matter what, and I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't get hurt, and the truth always prevails. And I live by absolute strength, by being strong enough not only for myself, but the others around me, because a lot of people just don't have it anymore. The strength and fortitude to do what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, no matter what the cost may be, so long as people don't get hurt but that doesn't necessarily mean that it may not end up hurting your feelings because I've told you the damn truth. Yeah. You know, and that can you can go on and on and on about strength. Absolute fearlessness. I'm not afraid of anything. I don't care who or what it is. Um, I know when to walk away from a fight. I know when to run from a fight. I know when to stand and fight. And those are yeah. the things you need to know how to do. Fearlessness doesn't mean stupidity and bravery beyond the realm of being intelligent. It means just that. You're fearless. You're not afraid to take on what needs to be taken on. You do what needs to be done for the better of everyone around you. Hmm. I'm hoping that that's what I try to do. Absolutely. And then there's the one that terrifies everyone. And you can see that on every chat site, every medium site, every other kind of spiritual site, and that's the absolute truth. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been bawled out, chewed out, yelled at by someone who says you really shouldn't be telling everybody the absolute truth because they don't want to hear it. Well, then why did they ask me? Do you know what, I, I always say, this is the thing, I mean, I did um, a show just a few weeks back, and I had a reading with a lady, and I'd got a gentleman with me, and I got shown that he had committed suicide, I got shown that he was upset because he was upset on how he was found, yeah. um, also I got shown that he was still alive when he was found, wow. and he said to me, I said, and I could, I could feel myself saying, I can't say that to her. And he said, please, just tell her. It is it is proof. You want to give her evidence? This is evidence. And I was like, okay. And I told her that this gentleman had actually um, put the rope around his neck, but he said he put it on wrong, and it actually slipped up his neck, so it hadn't strangled him quickly, um, and he'd actually got a graze on him. And she went, oh, my God. God, she went, that's absolutely, and I've spoke to her since, and she told me I was absolutely right, there was no, there's no different, uh, there's no, nothing I could change to tell her any difference, and I even gave the initial art, which was actually the gentleman's name, his name was Ricky, Mm. 
Now, some people could say to me, I shouldn't have said that. That was too much. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if they are looking for proof and evidence, yep. I don't pussyfoot about. No. If, no. That's, if spirits are given it to me, it's to be said. I yep. will agree that there is times that people say stuff and you should tell them, but there is a way that you tell them. And that in itself is complicated. I mean, I had somebody tell me uh, when they did a reading on me uh, that I sometimes speak in a way that just perplexes people and they don't understand what I'm trying to say. And I'm guilty as charged. Um, mm. I, I do have a tendency of, of sometimes when I'm trying to teach somebody something, I'll, I'll present it to them in a riddle or I will present it to them in a story. And that's how shamans have always been taught uh, over the years is, is mostly stories and riddles for the, for the student to try to determine what it is that's being said so that they may learn. Yeah. And I can go with that totally because there's sometimes that if I'm trying to give some, get something across to somebody, they'll actually show me something that I've done similar and I talk about my story so they can actually understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and also, people don't get the fact that when you do readings, that, and it's like I was saying this in the spiritual sense only the other day, and I like to explain to people how I get my readings mm-hmm. because I haven't got a mobile phone piece in my ear of somebody like yourself saying, Sue, tell them this, tell them that's this flower, tell them that such and such's name is on the grave, and tell them this, that, and the other. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. It literally can be um, they show you a, something as a symbol, and then, you ha- then they show you other things, and it makes that picture for you to explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. And, and, it's, I and it's exactly the same for you. The way that you do healing and everything, it's just literally um, you put it into your own words. It's not that it's as simple as, well, just do this, just that. There is a way that you do it. And I like to just explain to people how it actually works. It yeah. was like today. I did a reading for Debs, who's on the chat. And literally, I just started talking to her. We were just talking about something, and all of a sudden, loads of stuff came into my head. Now, how do you explain this? I was sitting in the car talking to her, literally coming to the end of the reading. There was a cone, as in, you know, a council cone in the field. They changed it into clone, and then they showed me twins. <laughs> wow. How on earth do you try and explain that to somebody who doesn't do readings? It It was just... And I, I, I said to Debs, I said, I don't know how they did it or why they did it. They just showed me this cone, which turned into clone, which then turned into twins. And she could actually tell me that it was twins. One of the uh, children that she lost was a set of twins. Mm. Right? Yeah. And she's also just saying on the chat about, I also said to her, I can see in the gravestone that, it, in the gravestone, I can see in the grave um in the coffin, you've actually got two teddy bears. She said, yeah. I said, they're showing me because Kaylin had two teddy bears in with hers. Wow. She said, and also, she said that, um, and I said, it, one is just a brown teddy bear. And I said, um, it's literally pure brown white teddy bear. And I went, pure brown white? Oh, right, okay. I said, one's pure brown, totally. It's a little brown teddy bear, nothing on it, just a pure brown white teddy bear pure brown teddy bear, and the other one is p- pure white. 
And she went, oh, my goodness, yes, she said, it's a pure white rabbit. But they'd literally put my wor- the words into my sentence to make me pick up the other. Wow. That's pretty cool. Do you know what I mean? That's so pretty cool. It, 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 it's just amazing, the whole thing. And I'm just fascinated by how you say things, how you go through it. And until and anybody who's actually doubting what I am saying, what I need to tell everybody is, I will never lie about the spiritual world because I promote it. What I told you on here, what I felt in my shoulders and my legs and my toes and everything is true. If anybody doesn't believe it, all I can say to you is get in touch with William on Facebook. And if you've got a problem, you see how different this is. It's amazing. I I actually started, you know, I I, I truly enjoy what I do. Sometimes wish I could make a living out of it, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do too. enjoy what I do. But I've also got into also other things now. It's like um, I started doing dream interpretations, and I have a, a real huge resource of ideas and things that have happened in other people's dreams that I have access to. And I had one person call contact me once about some uh, uh, person who has some psychic abilities or clairvoyance to them, and told her these things that she saw. And it disturbed her a lot. She was really, really like, ooh, I don't know what to do. Am I going to die? And I'm thinking, okay, well, she she wrote me what it was the woman said, and I took some time, and I went and analyzed it. And then I then I contacted her, and we talked. And while, we, while I'm talking in the beginning, I'm actually connecting to that person. I'm getting the person to be relaxed so that it's easy for me to connect, and I don't have to force it. And, and end up giving them a headache or something. And then while we were doing that, I then took each part of this uh, vision that this woman had and said, okay, well, this is what she said to you. This is what other people have experienced from it. But now let me interpret that as to what I believe it works for you. Because I was connected to her, and I can actually put the two pieces together. And by the time I got done, she was like, oh, my God, I feel so much better. Oh, I understand everything now because it all made sense to her, and it, she didn't under, She couldn't get grasp the meanings that the woman was trying to say because the woman didn't take the time to see what her visions actually meant. You have to take visions and find the conjunction between them, the one key element that gives you the idea of what it is it's trying to be said, and then you can interpret it and go from there. So I've been playing with that. And then, and of course, I'm sometimes very envious of ones like such as yourself who can see and hear spirit the way you do. And I and, and I've asked my guides, and I've asked my guardian angel and other spirits that I've talked to. I said, "How come I can't do this?" And they keep telling me because it's not my time yet. I'm too busy doing this other stuff that needs to be taken care of. And I find that I'm actually becoming a teacher, and and um, and the ones that I find that are very gifted, I start them on a very slow process of opening up that connection that that uh you know, let me let me see if if I said to you, Sue, that what people believe is God is summed up like this. All of the consciousness that lives within all living and dead things on this planet, in our galaxy, that resides within the universe, and all the consciousness dead or alive within the entire universe is one, but also is connected 
with all of the other consciousness dead and alive within another universe that's within another universe that's within another universe till whenever. Would you understand that when I say that to you? A bit mind-blowing, to be fair. It's it's tough to wrap your head around it, isn't it? But if, yeah. you, if you think about that for a minute, the absolute consciousness of all living and dead things from all the other universes within the universes is such a strong energy, all interconnected, what we would call the, the cosmic web, or, or, yeah, I guess cosmic web would be good, is the feeling everybody has, that sense of some belonging to something. And because they don't know what to put their finger on it, of course, they call it God. Yes. Well, I start to reconnect people to that consciousness so that they can then draw that energy to heal people, to speak to people on the other side. This, these are the portals and doorways and, that I start to open for people. And I have to be very careful when I do this because people sometimes get a little cuckoo after I do it. So I've learned to, I've learned to <laughs> oh, be real, open those you. doors real slow. <laughs> All I can say is that's how I've got an excuse now for the next few days when I'm cuckoo. It's William's fault. Yeah, you can blame it on me. That's okay. It wouldn't be the first time somebody blamed me for something. <laughs> now, I need to say to you, I've got um, Nicole who's in um, Australia, mm-hmm. and she said she's put Sue. He's not channeled into me, has he? Because it's so uncanny. I've just had shivers. And she's saying that she can actually feel the energy that you've been sending to me, to her. That can that actually surprise. happen? It wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I belong. I was approached uh, to uh, join a, a really wonderful healing group. They had an opening. Somebody was really tired and, and wanted to take a sabbatical. And Was I, that our lovely Philippa's group? Yes. Yes, actually. Oh, we all love Philippa on Ask Sue. She'll be here tomorrow night, bless her. She's she's really a terrific gal. I love her. Uh, I've been trying to help her and Ross, actually. Um, Yes. But the first time, actually the two days, I think it was, before I was scheduled to even go on, she asked me if I would take take somebody's place because they just were sick or something and couldn't make it. I said, sure. So I think, okay, well, I'm going to have... I went through the whole list. There was maybe half a dozen or maybe as many as ten people there. I said, okay, I think I can build a a healing uh, balloon big enough to support all these people and, you know, help shuffle them into it if they can't find their (laughs) way. So I built this huge ball of white, but I also work with other colors besides just white because I find that if I focal a certain color to heal a certain particular then it works out great. Are you there? Yep. Oh, I had an incoming I'm listening. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I had an incoming call. That's rude. <laughs> I don't even know how to make that go away. Oh, dear. Anyway. Um, oh, you should have just invited them on, love. That would have been funny. It's CVS <laughs> Pharmacy. I don't think so. <laughs> that would really mess their head up. They're messed up enough as it is. Um, <laughs> where was it? What was I saying? Um, oh, I built this big bubble, and I find that besides just building a white bubble, 
I, I usually build a white and gold bubble uh, within it. And then I throw in other bits and pieces after reading the list. Like you'll need, some people just need to be grounded. Some people need protection. Some people need a little extra healing for certain parts. So what I do is I throw in some blue, some indigo blue, and I throw in some, gold, some green and some red, some yellow for calming, some pink for a broken heart. And then when the person finishes meditating however way they feel and they can see the ball, then they enter into it and they instantly are drawn to that color and they sit in that place. Sometimes they're by themselves. Sometimes they're hanging out with other people. And okay. I, I built this thing, and I built it big enough for like about 15 people. And I go back about 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, and discover there's 30 people trying to get in. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay. So I had to give it a boost, and I had to make it a little bit bigger. And it was like really wild. I didn't know I could do that. So it was, it was pretty cool. I had a good time. So, and and you do that, don't you, every Wednesday? No, ultimately, what day do you usually do? I'm on Friday nights. I have the That's 9 right. o'clock shift at Friday night. That's right. I, I mean, I know that, obviously, Philip has got so many groups, but I know that one, she is very, very much protected over that group. Oh, it's yeah. like, I, I know that there's been a couple of times people haven't turned up for various reasons, and it's like, Ooh, hey, you've turned up, oh, my God. <laughs> She yeah, always has, she has a nervous breakdown, bless her. But uh, oh, she is just one of our many stars. It, oh, just an a total yeah. angel. She's really pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I absolutely adore her. Uh, I wish she would slow down a little bit, or at least take some a moment or two. But it seems a lot of people like this over there don't like to slow down and take a take a breath. Uh, I haven't. I don't know who you are uh, <laughs> talking about or implying. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. It's yeah. quite funny because I really feel like um, I need to, after you saying about my chakras being all blocked up and everything, I thought, Do you know I need to unclear myself, I need to unwind, I need to chill. And, and it's like this morning I went and dropped the kids off and I thought, I'm just going to the mirror. I'm going to go and have a walk around the mirror. I'm just going to go and chill. And do you know what? I saw one person running and yes, Watching him run exhausted me, to say the least. But also, he, it was just so peaceful. It was such a lovely... It's beautiful. It's called Colmere. Anybody who wants to have a look on Google Maps, have a look at Colmere in Shropshire. And it's C-O-L-E-M-E-R-E. It's absolutely gorgeous. It can take... If you go on a slow stroll round, it takes you about three quarters of an hour to walk round. And it's just absolutely... Absolutely beautiful. And anybody who just wants to go and chill and unwind and empty your mind, it's just amazing. And it was so funny because I, near, I was like halfway round and I rung Debs up and I said, oh, what are you up to? And I was walking around this thing and I give her a message and it was like so natural. It was so, it, and everything was just going into my head. It was like one thing after another after another. It was amazing. And this is what I say to people. It's just, there's so much coming up for me. But I keep saying to people, it's like I need to start making a difference, but also for myself and my children and that as well, not just um, for everybody else. And do you find that, William, you feel like you put yourself to a second best because you're too busy fixing everybody else? In the beginning, I was like the epitome of amateur. It was amazing. I would 
I would do whatever I could for every single person I came across. Hell, I even carried around my my knapsack of herbs to give people combinations of herbs to settle their nerves or their stomachs or, you know, whatever it is. Because I find sometimes you need more than just uh, to be able to fix the metaphysical part. You you do need to also do some things for your body because, unfortunately, it, it, what we're being given to eat is slowly killing us. And everybody who is listening to me, please, I beg of you, start to reduce the canned goods and boxed goods from your diet and eat as much organic food as you can. If you have room out back or a space in your dining room, you can even set up a small hydroponics or something with a nice bright sunny window where you can start growing your own tomatoes and lettuce and other various vegetables. The more raw vegetables you can eat, the healthier you're going to be. I have discovered that there is 80%, it's been determined that over 80% of just the corn and soy crops in the world have been contaminated by genetically modified um, seed. Good grief. I mean, you know, you eat a piece, you eat a corn in the cob and there is poison in the corn in the cob. I don't care what anybody says, it doesn't become inert. There are case studies after case studies after case studies showing rats are getting big tumors. Russia just completed a study trying to figure out why 15,000 people died in, in like a three-year period, and they all determined that based on the corn and, and soy that they were eating was from GMO. They have since canceled all rights thereof for Monsanto's to do business in Russia. Poland has done the same thing. It's starting to spread like wildfire in Europe. I'm hoping they just kick everybody out. India did the same thing. This country, unfortunately, is not. it's still got a really serious case of the stupids. I mean, they're even trying to stop us now from making making it mandatory that any food that has genetically modified product in it is labeled as such, just so they can continue to feed us the poison. Did you know that out of one single ear of corn comes 80 individual byproducts, 80, that go in on almost everything on the market? Can you imagine that? (laughs) That's just corn. We're not even talking about soy. Do you know what, though, William, what frightens me is, right, and it's quite funny, I think I need you and Sean both on the show at the same time because Sean is very much vegan, right? Mm-hmm. He um, literally, because I, he was showing me pictures of what they do to cattle and sheep and everything the other day, and I'm thinking, right, uh, I, fe- I do feel guilty, and it's like I must admit we've had chicken for tea tonight, and I, I did actually look at it thinking, I wonder what actually happened to this chicken before it got here. Uh, you know you what? Know? Somebody said but the now, same thing to me, and no, it made perfect sense. I would just you can't you can't be that way, or you'll you won't eat anything. And yeah, but the other side of the coin is you're saying now that this may be happening with sweet corn and goodness knows, and I'm thinking you're saying stuff about veg. So well, where does Walmart it actually just took stop? a contract with Monsanto to sell their sweet corn that was grown on Monsanto's fields and other farmers' fields, unmarked. They're now harvesting real edible corn and putting it on their shelves. This is Walmart. I mean, it's like, ugh, ugh. You know, it's, it's insane. I just, I don't understand what is, why it's okay to feed the general public poison. I mean, I yeah. myself have cut out, and I will, I will say this, I've cut out, I very seldom eat red meat anymore, and it's not because of what happens to them in the slaughterhouses. It's because of what they're eating. 
If yeah, somebody yeah. handed me a piece of organic beef, I would shovel that down my face beyond your wildest expectations because I'm a carnivore. And I, yeah. I actually hate not being able to eat meat anymore. And the same thing with chicken. And, and now it's getting to where I, I don't eat any fish that comes from the West Coast because of what happened in Japan. Yes. <clears throat> and it's been found radioactive. You know, you pass a guy got counter over the fish, and it's beeping. So yes. it's like, okay, so now what? Well, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to tear apart my living room and put in a hydroponics garden so I'll be able to eat <laughs> and not be afraid of anything anymore. Exactly. So, exactly. I'm sorry. Um, Alison's just saying, sorry, Alison's just saying in the chat room, I know I go to local farmers markets and they sell organic veg. Bravo. Bravo. Uh, the only trouble is, okay, I'm going to chuck the ball in the works here, but, you know, I look at stuff um, and I think to myself, yeah, I'd love to go into all this different organic and everything, but it's so much dearer than everything else. Yeah, it is Unless, much and, and also fresh veg, you know, fresh meat. It's so much dearer than if you just go and buy it out of a packet that you can chuck in the microwave and you can heat it up in however many minutes. It tastes better. I did a taste test because I didn't believe it either. Believe me, I was no problem eating cans until I found out they put that BP something or other in there, which is really bad for you. They use it to line cans with. But um, I did a taste test. I bought a bunch of frozen vegetables. I bought a bunch of canned vegetables. And I bought some fresh vegetables, both regular and organic, and I tried them all. And I found the only thing that actually had any taste to it at all was a fresh, organic vegetable. And I also found that certain certain stores, and I'm not afraid to say it, like Stop and Shop, I bought their cherry tomatoes, those little tiny things in their Nature's Best Organic Tomato container, and they they are absolutely tasteless. So don't tell me you haven't got a bunch of packages out back that you're putting bogus vegetable in. I don't care. I don't believe you. And I can. And because of what happened to Walmart in China selling organic vegetables, it turned out to be not organic, and they shut down 13 Walmarts for six weeks. I ever since then I said, okay, you cannot trust a single corporation. Period. The end. That's it. So hmm. now I buy strictly local farmers. And if the word organic ain't on it, uh, I don't buy it. And if mm. it don't taste, if it doesn't have a taste when I get it home, I bring it back and get my money back, and I try another one. Yeah, yeah. That's simple. And this is the thing. There's so much of this nowadays. We just don't know what we're eating half the time, or what the story is with it. Yep, I know. It's insane. It's a mm. damn shame. Yeah. Um, and even Rihanna is saying in there that, um, yes, Sue, we can't afford to buy regular organic. Do you mean, and this is the thing. It's wrong that we should have to um, go for something because it's cheaper. It's yeah. wrong, isn't it? It is. I went to the farmer's market once and discovered a pepper that was selling at Whole Foods for an organic green pepper, which was $4.99 a pound, and they sold two peppers in a package for that price. And I found the same green pepper organic from a farmer at a farmer's market for anywhere from two seventy five to three dollars and fifty cents a pound. I'd rather give all the money to the farmer than none of the money and to the farmer and all of it to a corporation. Because I can tell you right now the corporation didn't pay four dollars and ninety nine cents a pound. If they paid a dollar ninety nine, it was a lot. 
Yes. Bump up the price so they can sell their cheaper 299 green pepper that they paid 99 cents for. Yes. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. So it's like buy organic, go to the farmer's market and buy it straight from the farmers. Find out which farmers have organics that are, they're growing year-round. Get the hydroponic stuff or start a small hydroponic in your own house. You can do it. It's not. It's it's a or even a regular garden with a grow light above it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm looking into it now. When I figure out yeah. how to do it, I'll make sure everybody here knows. Yeah. Maybe you should actually do um, some videos on YouTube to show people. You know, that's a pretty good idea. Look at that girl that did that. There's a girl on Facebook that literally started to show people how to put makeup on, and she has done it by the thousands. She's gone massive. She started her own makeup thing and everything. Huh. I got a So maybe that's the way to go. I'll find out how much video I can do on it at any given time. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, just make sure you mention Ask Sue because she thought of the idea. <laughs> ah, <down> on. <laughs> we'll put a link on your thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Absolutely. Um, if anybody in the chat thinks that's a good idea, that you'd like William to do some different videos and, and show us different things that he's into, by all means, say yes on the chat. Cause I, it's quite good. It takes them a few minutes to come through because they're a little bit behind us. Yeah, I think it's for five or ten seconds yes. away. So, That's cool. Um, now, can you tell me, um, let's tell me all about this tea that you do as well, that you've started. Yeah, can you just give me one second? I got something, okay. just, just, something just popped up. Give me one second. Okay. Oh, never mind. All set. That's cool. <laughs> no, it's not the Internet connection. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I got... Yeah, it's no problem. My <laughs> wife is working. Her her tele, her regular her she's using the internet phone which just died and her cell phone for some reason isn't working so she came in to borrow mine. She normally uses the oh, house bless her. but I'm using the house one because I know I get unlimited talk on this one. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, tell her we're very sorry. What were, we, <laughs> what were we talking about? I'm sorry. Um, the videos on YouTube, and and then we went on to talking. I wanted to know because you were saying about um, to me about you doing tea. Oh yes, I sell organic teas. Uh, I, let me let me put an asterisk here because otherwise the FDA will jump all over my case. <laughs> I sell organic asterisks, wildcrafted herbal and uh, teas and herbal teas. What that means is my supplier is, a, is, in fact, a certified organic supplier and supplies me with credentials. Unfortunately, because I buy it in bulk and I don't have them packaging it for me because it can be pretty expensive and I'm just starting out, I have to repackage it. So I can't call it organic because I'm not certified to do that. And okay. also, in regards to the herbals, just in case they're listening, uh, this has not been blah, blah, blah from the FDA statement, blah, blah, blah. They haven't okayed it. <laughs> okay. So, um, I make a bunch of, I, I, I make herbal teas, uh, some for for just plain old drinking, which, uh, and I might add, I have a great one that works well with vodka and gin um, for those little uh, summer guys, summer times down, down south that they like their little mint juleps. This tea works well with that. 
But um, I also um, I have 14 particular organic teas and chais or herbal teas that I sell. I have been uh, wrapping my brain around this and, and learning about these teas now from a collection of probably 60 or more. And I found what I think to be some of the best tasting. Um, they don't get bitter, uh, usually like you can from tea bag teas or other teas that are, that are really old. <clears throat> the only old tea that you want is a tea that has been aged uh, for that purpose. And, oh, by the way, there are some teas that don't come out, of, uh, out and sold for as much as three or four or sometimes even 500 years old, those coming from Japan and some from China. They're very rare, very expensive. I mean, some of these teas can cost as much as three or $4,000 an ounce. Um, but the teas that I sell are just really good basic teas. They have a great taste. They, they smell good. They just work well with anything you want. Um, for example, one's called uh, Ancient Forest. Um, it comes from the uh, Yunnan province in China. It's from some of the oldest tree plants still known to exist between 500 and 2,700 years of age. And this is just one really great tea. It's a black tea, um, so it does contain caffeine. <clears throat> but there are others. That, well, my particular favorite is one called Napoles, and it's just a really good, it's a rare, it's exotic. It comes from the Himalayans uh, region of Nepal, and it has a really good, sophisticated, complex flavor. It's a blend of both green and black teas, and it's a semi-fermented tea. And I, just to give you an example. Now, I've taken the time to really go over this and learn what teas can be blended, what teas can't be blended uh, well, uh, and even the water temperature. Um, I have a clear glass teapot, and when I put the water on, I wait until I'm just starting to see those little teeny-weeny bubbles come up, and then I pull it off and I pour my tea. I have a really cute saying that angry water makes angry tea. And if you work this, even if you're working with the tea bag teas, which are usually stale, <clears throat> uh, they're the oldest of the teas that have not bought. They're commercially harvested. Uh, they're not treated very well. Uh, they're not. They're just, and they taste like the. They're very. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. But. Um, I'm very competitive and very well priced. I sell it in, in uh, two ounce increments. We got a problem? Mine? Yes. I am on, I'm on both. Everything is working. <laughs> That's okay. She was probably in the middle of an interview and, and it died on her. Um, <laughs> no, it's very Shall we send a little bit of healing to technology for you then? Trust me, the, the healing I could do for this technology wouldn't be enough. <laughs> Nothing a boot wouldn't help? <laughs> no, not this one. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, it, it, it's a simple matter of you want to use the purest, cleanest water you can. Bottled water, once it's been sterilized, they put minerals back into it. Not always such a great thing. Tap water is not always a great thing unless it comes straight out of your well and you don't have a heavy water heavy water out of your well, in which case you still want to filter it to make it a little nicer tasting. 
I've tested it with several different types of filters, uh, from osmosis all the way down to a simple Brita, or my favorite, what is called the zero, um, zero filter, uh, which takes out everything from chlorine to uh, all minerals. And it's probably the purest water I've tasted yet. And, and you know, you just white boil, not much more than 150 degrees unless you're doing an herbal that needs to be concoct, or what they call a concoction. I think that's what they call it anyway. But anyway, you want something around 175, 180 degrees because it has to steep for 5 to 10 minutes to get all the full flavors out of it. And most people yes. don't know that you would put a cover over that because as the, as the water is evaporating, it's taking the precious soils of the teas with it. By putting a cover over it, it does a condensation at the top and drips back into the tea. So you get the full benefit of all the tea. I sell my teas in, in uh, two-ounce packets or in combo boxes, or I'm even putting together now what I call a... Uh, um, I have the deluxe combo, but I'm also going to be doing uh, a sample combo, which is half ounces, where the combo box is full ounces of each tea. And uh, they retail for a fair price. Um most teas on the market today are sold anywhere from uh, three-quarters of an ounce upwards to um, an ounce and three-quarters for the good stuff. For the lesser quality commercial ones, uh, you might be lucky and get two and, a, two and a quarter, two and a half ounces in a full box of tea. And they're, those are all bagged. The lo- My tea is loose. And you need a tea ball. I supply the tea balls if you need them because I find it's just better they're fresher. I get them right from the supplier. Um, I order as I need. Um, I never really have more than a few pounds on hand so it doesn't go stale. And it just, you know, I just muddle along here and sell my tea. Things are working, so I can't complain too much. (laughs) Oh, bless you. So how long have you been doing the tea for and and how long have you been going into that? Well, let's see. I've been studying these these particular batches I finally settled on for about a year and a half. And I've just actually, I, I actually opened up a tea company about oh, almost a year ago. Maybe didn't go anywhere, I guess because nobody really liked the name. Uh, I can't blame them. I took my last name and spelled it backwards. I did that, and I did a search, and I was able to even get a website if I wanted to. Nobody had it. But it didn't take off, so I thought, okay, so I sat back and I didn't do anything, and I studied more and, and refined the types of teas that I, because I originally was started out with like 30 of them, and I narrowed it down to about 14 that are usually found on the market, um, and they're just really good drinking teas. Yeah. And, and I just launched it, uh, what, last week? Two weeks ago? Yeah. I sent my first batch out uh, this week after finally getting all the packaging and label, new labels and literature straightened away. That I actually put some of that on my site for everybody to look at and got feedback on. It was quite, uh, everybody liked it. Yeah. So, so we're hoping. Have, sorry, William, have you actually got a website that they can go to? I wish I did, but at this moment I do not have that. I'm, um, what do you call, technically challenged when it comes to doing websites. And I just don't particularly want to spend 600 bucks to have it done for me right now. <laughs> so I'm kind of putting the word out. I've, I'm actually, I think, in the next week or two, going to put something together on um, Facebook and get a simple Facebook page going. And maybe I find somebody wants to barter something out for a web page later. 
Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do, William. We'll put um, a link on the asksue.co.uk. So if you do a Facebook page, we'll link it to asksue.co.uk. So they can just click a link and it'll go straight to the Facebook page. Oh, fabulous. I appreciate that. Actually, I understand you have an advertising thing I want to talk to you about later on this week, too. Oh, yes, uh, that that is the website, www.asksue.co.uk. So okay. what I'm trying to do is trying to get everything, everything that I'm connected with, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying, because I say me, I mean Kimberly, actually, she's the one that can sort out all the links and everything, and she's been absolutely fantastic. But what I can do is, like, I've got, like, my Shropshire Spiritual Centre, so they click the link and it takes them straight to Facebook to my actual group. Cool. Who is this, so, Kimberly? Uh, yes, my eldest daughter. Oh, I'd like to speak to El- to Kimberly. <laughs> oh, she's fantastic. But saying that, you can actually get um, some free websites as well, so I'll talk to you about that. Well, I'll help you with that sure. later. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Right. We'll, sort, we'll sort that. That's not a problem. Okay, cool. So, um, if, if there's anybody that's in the chat that wants to ask William a question, um, by all means do. Um, but can you actually do me a little favour, William? I have got a lovely person in, um, called Nicole who lives in Australia. And she's actually um, said to me that she feels that she had some of what you sent to me. And she, her words, and I'll just quote on something she's put on a Facebook chat to me, I think I'm going nuts. Because she actually feels like she picked up what you were passing to me as well. Oh. She put, I would love to know how to get him to help me, how, wow, he is good. Sure. Um, so, so, there's a so couple how, ways how to get a hold of me. How could you, can you actually connect to people even though you're not talking to them, or? Sure. Um, I don't know, I've never tried that. I can, I I suppose, like, you yeah, know, well, no, actually, yeah, I've connected to people, but I don't know what she looks like, so it could be random, and I'm not really keen on doing that. Um, but okay. if she's connected, if she feels like she's connected and felt that energy, I'll tell you what we can do here. Um, I'm reaching, because I do, I do, uh, uh, I was dealing in healing on a pe- couple people in Australia, so I've, I've reached that far already. I know I can do that. So, I wish I knew what she looked like. She feels like she's either a she's dirty blonde. Uh, I'm actually saying to because I don't think she's got a pro- profile picture on the Facebook at all. So I'm just going to put explain. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll see if I can get her to send me a picture and I'll send it to you and then you can think. So one minute. Okay. Let me see. Let me go over to the Facebook page. Um. She'll probably she's I know she's listening in on the show, so she'll be probably message in a minute. Nicole Scott her name is. She's actually on my Facebook, you've probably seen her. Okay, let me let me go to your Facebook page. Or even on the Asu show, we've actually linked on her there because it's her birthday tomorrow. Okay. Well I'm I'm on your face on your Facebook page. I've got a better idea. Why don't I just send you the link from here to Nicole, and then then you'll be able to just go straight to it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Techno- technology's brilliant. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's in oh. your inbox now, love. How clever. Hang on. Give me a second. There it is, Nicole Scott. Okay. With this big dog. 
You're a cute dog. Okay. Let me go to photos and see if she was nice enough to put a picture of her there. Some people don't because they like to stay hidden. Yes, nope, I don't think she's dog. got a picture on there at all. No, nope, just her dog. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, let me see. see. We're not friends, so it's hard for me to see too much on her page. Um... Well, I think if it's, it's the picture I have of her. Okay. Let me... Um, what would she like me to do? Because right now, I have her head in my hands. The sides of her head should be feeling warm by her ears. Okay. I'm hoping that she'll message me in a minute, but I know that she she does she messaged me because she's been telling me how brilliant she thinks you are. So I know she's listening in. So um. Well, if she has Skype, and she has a cam. She can find me on Skype, um, known as Ozzy the Healer on Skype. She can ask. Ozzy the Healer on Skype, right? Yep. I'll tell her. Let me put this on here. Um, Ozzy. Now is that O Z? O Z Z Y. Yep. The Healer. Three words. Yep. The healer on Skype. Yep, or she can go to William Malloy, M-O-L-L-O-Y, on uh, Facebook. You put that link up already. Yeah, I put that on there as well, yep. But then I'll send it to her because then she'll just, um, she can add you as um, a friend as well. What does she want me to do? Um, Well, I know she's got... Um, how can I, I don't want to tell you too much, but I, she, I know she's got quite a bit of, um, she could do with healing as much as everything else because she's got, um, issues around her. So I don't know if you'll be able to pick up. Well, hang, oops, just lost my earpiece. Let me, see, my problem is I'm not sure if I've connected directly to her. This is, that's the problem with this. It's not an exact science. Let me see, um. Whoever is here, which I'm thinking is her, hmm, cold spot near her stomach. Right, apparently she's got pictures in her albums of, and she's got short brown hair. So let me have a look. While you're just seeing that, I'll see if I can find the photos. See, we're not friends, so I may not be able to see them. <clears throat> yeah, but she feels like she she looks like it. I think she's dirty blonde, actually. But she there's a cold spot in her stomach. Her shoulders are pretty tight. If she's listening, relax. <laughs> I, I think she is one of these girls that does struggle to relax, to be honest, because she is in Australia, and obviously the time difference is very massive, and when she should be asleep, she's actually awake. Yeah. Well, I had a friend contact me a little while ago. She just woke up, so it's they're just getting up in the morning over there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
The trouble is, is what with the delay of the actual program and everything, then her messaging me back on Facebook, it takes quite a bit to come in. So, but what I'll do is I've sent your um, Facebook to her, so maybe you can catch up with her after yep. the show, because she'd love some birthday healing, I know. Yeah, I can't, I, I don't like doing this blind. I'm, no. I did a small scan, if it's her, she has some issues with her down near her stomach. Her shoulders are very tense, because she's um, she's very stressed out about something. I'll say that for her. Yeah. Um, her hips also felt like they were something was odd with her hips, but I'd like to speak to her before I get too in depth with it. Yeah, that's fine. She's just said to me, "Yes, tummy." Yes, tummy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's probably having some um, issues there that I would have to go a little deeper. I scanned all of her, and that was the only spot that was cold, right around uh, just above her base and just above her belly button, which mean her small intestinal areas. Um, it was cold. So we would have yeah, to... You're right about her hips as well. Yeah, her hips felt a little odd, and her shoulders were exceptionally tight. Um, I didn't really do an in-depth scan because I, I don't, you know, I want to talk to them before I do that. Yeah, I, I don't like doing that kind of stuff. Um, I can, but I'm not my whole crazy way of doing things. Yes, I know what you mean. It's almost like data protection of the doctors, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you know, it's it's. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I just I find it um, it's better for me to make sure that they know what's going on and that I'm coming. And I also felt a lot of resistance. Does she have a gift? I, as daft it sounds, I've not spoken to her deeply about this, but I imagine she has. Yeah, because And her birthday's got... today, actually. It's not tomorrow, it's today. Happy birthday for today, Nicole, for um, everybody at the Ask You Show. Happy birthday. Bless her. Um, <clears throat> no, she's got a guide or two that hangs around her, too. Because uh, I felt resistance, which means she's she's got some protection going on there, and she's got some already built-in protections going, based on her own personality and what who and what she is. Yeah. So that tells me she's, uh, you know, <laughs> this is not some ordinary person. Uh, we need to proceed cautiously, and I want to have a long conversation with her before I go any further. I think. Yes, I, I think that sounds like a brilliant idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but by the sounds of it, what you're saying is actually coming true. Because the trouble is she's saying yes, but I don't know what part she's saying yes to. But she said yes, and yes, I have. So um, obviously, that. but you, what you're saying to me sounds right. So yeah. I think well, if, if you are... yes, I have, it's probably she knows she has guides too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. venture to say that she's probably an empath as well. Uh, has some psychic or medium uh, tendencies, uh, but that's still kind of fledgling-like. She's more probably empathic than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So I really want to be careful because... <laughs> oh, no, no. Exactly. That's why got to tiptoe through that tulip bed very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Absolute bless. Um, right, let me have... 
Let me have a look now um, back at the chat because obviously I think, uh, Nicole, um, we will get William connected with you after the show definitely because um, absolutely fantastic. Um, right, let me have a look. Wow, a lot of people on tonight. I know, we're getting quite a few different ones coming in. Um, so welcome to the new people that have uh, just signed into Blog Talk Radio. Um, the guests, if you want to sign into Blog Talk Radio as well. Um, and we have got the fantastic William Malloy here. And anybody who wants to join up with William after the show, by all means, um, joining. Um, okay, so we're just looking at the messages that we've got underneath as well. Um Right, so if anybody wants to join up with um, William as well on Skype, it's Ozzy the Healer, and that's O-Z-Z-Y the Healer, and that's on Skype. So if anybody wants to um, join there, that would be brilliant. So so what have you got coming up in the future? Have you got a few plans in mind, William? Have you got a few things coming? Oh, at the moment, no. I'm trying to get the tea thing settled out first. Um and then I'm going to go on to my next project. I am looking to maybe go out and do get involved with shows. Um, I'd like to be able to sell my teas and herbs at a show, maybe get back and do some crystals and things like that. Um, I don't know. Um, I, we don't have a lot of places around here where I live. We have a lot of um, shops. Well, not even really a lot, but they consider themselves, uh, they deal with the witchcraft area. Which is, I have nothing against that. I mean, I went and took the time to refresh my memories of, of a lot of different uh, methods that they do business with because, well, unfortunately, some of the things I have to heal up from people in the metaphysical world are things that were passed along to them from other people who got paid to do that. <clears throat> so that kind of got, gets a little ugly um, and not something I care to do too often, but I do it because it needs to be done. Yeah, and um, you need to know about the different types of uh, uh, thoughts and beliefs in order to be able to know how to counterbalance and go in and, and remove what was done. There was uh, one particular fellow uh, I was doing some work on out in Pennsylvania, um, and I removed. Uh, I did some work on him, and he told me because he was a very gifted man, unbelievably gifted. Uh, he said, "While you were doing that, he said I saw a skeleton come out of me." I saw um, a scorpion, a rattlesnake, a big black dead planet, and a couple other things that I had pulled out of him and sent back to where they came from. And after I, when he told me about the planet part, I went, oh, boy, am I in trouble now. I instantly knew uh, I was in trouble because there's only a few people that would even consider doing something like that. And the next thing I know, I went to war with a couple of covens. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, it was not fun. It took me quite a while. But actually, it, it, it was... Um, actually, I take that back. It was kind of fun. Because uh, after doing all that, um, I had some mythical creatures come to pay me a visit because they wanted to see who was doing all this magic in an area that doesn't normally have it. And I was working at my workbench one night repairing... I was fixing an 18th century chair and I felt this huge presence behind me and I'm not talking just a big person I'm talking huge and I looked over my shoulder and I, I, I can't even begin to tell you what I, what I saw it was the biggest dragon I'd ever ever thought of running into 
And I'm just like, okay, hello, who are you? And, of course, it turned out to be Cyrus, the Dragon of Air, who came to see me and see what I was doing. And there's nothing funnier than working on an 18th century chair and having a dragon look over your shoulder to see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And she said, how come you're not doing magic? I said, I don't need to do magic. Well, what are you doing? I said, I'm resting my mind, fixing something for someone. She, she goes, oh, okay, I'll see you. Boop, she was gone. And the next thing I know, I got four dragons in my house, one of air, Fafnir of fire, Nelyong of water, and Grail of earth. And they haven't left, which is always kind of cool. Good grief. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know, I, I get so fascinated in people's different things that people have seen and, and done and everything, and it just fascinates me. And I just say to people, it just, nothing surprises me anymore. There's so many different things that I hear and, and, and people tell me, and it just fascinates me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, I, I have a whole, it's, it's, a, it's fun. Every morning I sit on my couch, and it's almost like holding court. And actually, I'm just saying good morning to everybody. And I say good morning to the dragons. There's there's two goddesses and a god that show up. There's my uh, my grandfather, my great 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 grandfather and great 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 grandmother from the Native American side. One of my wives, uh, from who's Native American, comes to see me every morning. Um, my guardian angel comes to see me every morning. And then I get a while, I get a whole group of other people. I have a grizzly bear that hangs out. I got a polar bear that hangs out. I got a wolf that hangs out. I got a puma that hangs out, and a white owl that suddenly appeared one day. I, you know, I just like wow. You can't Good. help but feel so overwhelmed and so humbled that these people would just come to say good morning, and these animals just come to say good morning. You know, it's like wow. So that led me to start digging deeper to see, okay, there's more to this than meets the eye. Okay, so how long have I been around? How many times have I come back? You know, and I had um, Philippa told me uh, she was the first time we met. Uh, She said, there's so many things I need to tell you about yourself. And she says, right now I'm seeing ice. And I said, from which which ice age? (laughs) Good grief. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Do you know what? I was talking to a lady today, right? And I've never done past life regression or anything like that. And But it was funny, going back a few oh, months now, there was somebody that was telling me about my, one of my past lives. She got halfway through it, and all of a sudden I said, I can see it. Yeah. And I could, I, I actually could see myself there, and I told her yeah. all the rest of it. She went, how did you know that? I said, I just picked up on it. I can't explain. Yeah. And um, she went, you're absolutely right. You were spot on and everything. I could see it myself as well. So today I'm talking to this lady, a fascinating medium. I'm not going to say no names yet because I've got a few connections with her, and I'm dealing with a few things for her. And I, I tell you what, I, it, was, it was like I said to her, I've met you before. And she went, you what? I went, I've met you before. Isn't that crazy? And she went, really? And I said, yes. I said, but in a previous life. Oh, yeah. And she went, really? And I said, I can't explain this. I said, but I'm going to say it. I said, because I've never done past life progression like this. Yep. So you're just going to have to go with this. She went, right. I said, you are sat at a desk. I said, you've got your hair up in a big bun. I said, you're sat at a table. You've got paperwork on the table. And I'm having to ask your permission 
uh, for something I want to do, and you've got to sign the paperwork for me for me to be able to do it, but I can't pick up what it is. And she went, oh, my goodness, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, now, I can't explain it. I can't put it into words or anything, but it was just really weird. Yeah. You know and how this, you can tell when you've, when you've been with somebody before, whether they were friends, lovers, wives, children, whatever? <clears throat> when you come across a person, and within the first five minutes, if even that long, you feel as though you've known that person literally forever. That was yeah. awesome. If you suddenly have a heart, your heart flutters, while you're talking to this person, it was probably a mate or a child or a lover. Yeah. And it just goes but, on from there. And I can't but do you know what? It was really weird because today, I've just got to say as well, for my beautiful gran that's up in the spirit world, it was, it was it's her birthday today. I'm not going to say it was her birthday because it's still her birthday. And she, she was my angel, my soulmate, my best friend at everything, and I trusted her 120% without a shadow of a doubt. And do you know what? It was things that this lady was saying to me, and I said, I'm supposed to give my gran a present, but I believe that she sent you to me as a present because we were so connected straight away. That's awesome. Um, so much connected that everybody knows that I love the phone, including Deb's. Um, to say the least. And let me just say that I was on the phone for just under two hours and it didn't seem like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was just something else amazing, an amazing lady. And I ended up, it was really weird because all of a sudden I spoke about my clan and all of a sudden I got so much emotion that I just burst into tears. Yeah. And it was really, really weird. Just amazing. It's, 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 you know, it never ceases to amaze me on the complexities of life itself and, and how it all intertwines and, and just works together. No matter how hard yeah. people try to destroy it or make it go fluid, it just works. And, yeah. and when it gets a little too far out of control and crazy, well, it fixes itself. So it's like it's pretty amazing. I, I, I'm looking forward to the next 45 years of my life, and I'm 55. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to be around until I hit 100. Yeah. Uh, do you? Know, I I feel it's quite funny because somebody once told me they said, "Oh, you're going to have a long life." I said, "Does that mean?" I said, "If somebody hasn't killed me by then, by my ranting," and they were <laughs> laughing the reds off, and they said, "Oh no, you're here for quite a while." Yeah. And I thought, you poor things, you're going to have to suffer. <laughs> well, you know, when I first, when I first had the, 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 the thought come into my mind from one of my guys as to how long I have left to hang around here, and that's before I even have my next accident that is another near death where I'm going to see my, my dear Henry again um, for the last time before it is time to go. And this he told me when we were watching me, them operate on me. So it's it's very easy for me sometimes to be fearless because I I kind of know what's coming and almost win. So it it makes it so much easier for me to actually enjoy life and to not be as stressed out about things, even though and I know the changes that are coming and the severity of some of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been through it. I says I I've lived through this more than once. I I know when the 
the polls change, what happens when the polls are going to change. And, you know, it's not going to happen in 50 or 100 years like some people think. So it actually is going to happen within 24 to 48 hours when it happens. And this yeah. has also been scientifically proven. It's happened every 13,000 years for the last five times. So, you know, it's it's kind of amazing to be able yeah, to definitely. You can breathe, you know. You can, oh, hey, cool. So you prepare for things and you get ready for things and, okay, and you sit back and you watch and enjoy the roller coaster ride because it will be like that old wooden roller coaster. You're going to go yeah. up and down and around and around and bumpy along the way, and then, boom, that sharp, sudden stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you're going to go, woohoo. <laughs> okay, let's do that again. You know, it's like. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Oh, amazing. Do you know what? Uh, you know what I was just saying to you about speaking to somebody as if you've known for years and time just flies? Would you believe it that we're down to two and a half minutes left of the show? You're kidding. Two hours, two hours has already? gone already. Oh, my. That was easy. <laughs> I can't begin to tell you how nervous I was doing this. Well, I I've think, never done I think radio I'll, before. Well, i tell you what. I just want to say I have been fascinated by the show, and I know everybody in the chat is thinking exactly the same. I've put your link up to Facebook, so expect the friend requests after the show. Okay. Um, but. William, thank you so, so much for coming on to the show tonight. And I will be organizing to get you back on the show again because you are just fascinating, to say the least. I'm available whenever you want. Excellent. Well, That's William, the beautiful please part put... about being semi-retired carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But please, will you put all the links um, on the Ask Sue show group for yourself and anything you want us to share about for you um, yeah, by all means put on the as I get show. things developed I'll, I'll contact you and we'll, you can help me figure out what i got to do to get it all up for everybody in the meantime you know it's like just come find me on Facebook or Skype um, and uh, we can sit and chat I have another room called Ozzy the Healer on Facebook that's okay. a semi it's a, it's a closed it's not a secret but it is a closed because it, it's a place where people come other healers come there to help me. Um, they come there to rest. Uh, people come to, to do what healings that we can do for them and just enjoy the energy that's there. Um, it's, it, we've decided to keep it sort of semi-closed. People can see who's there but not what's going on so that um, conversations can be held unless we think it should be done in private and then we take it to a, into, into private. Excellent. Thanks. Okay. Well, William, thank you so so much for coming on the show, and we will come and we will all catch up with you on the Asu Show group and have a natter with you on there as well. Okay. Cool. Thank you very much for coming in, William. Appreciate that. No, my pleasure. Okay. Thank you very much, and uh, speak to you soon. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, have a great bye, day. Bye bye. Bye bye. And that was the fantastic and lovely William Malloy. And two hours did not seem like two minutes. He was absolutely fantastic. Please go on to the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook. And uh, thank you very much all for listening. And we will be back here tomorrow night with the beautiful Philippa McKee. Thanks very much for joining this show. And I'll speak to you all soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.